Are you ready to elevate your doula business to the next level? I want to introduce you to the ultimate guide to crafting your kick-ass doula packages. Whether you're a seasoned doula looking to refresh your offerings or just starting out in the field, this free guide is your roadmap to success. In this guide, you'll find strategies to tailor your services for your clients, ways to make the prices sustainable for you and something that you feel really great about, and different creative ways to make your doula packages unique to you and not just the same as everybody else's in the industry. This is a free guide and you can download it right now. Head over to hurrahdoulaservices.com slash doula packages to get your copy today. Welcome to Doula Tips and Tits. This podcast is a place where we answer one question about doula work, both to support you and to help you support your clients. I'm Kaylee Harad. I've been supporting families in this perinatal space since my oldest was born 12, nearly 13 years ago. I am a birth and postpartum doula, childbirth educator, La Leche League leader, and a doula coach. I love guiding and supporting doulas as they work out their doula business. It is a tremendous joy to be trusted in this way. Thank you for joining us on this journey. Welcome back to Doula Tips and Tits. This episode is kind of a sister episode to the last one. So if you have not listened yet to the episode about being your own best boss, I would stop this and go back and listen to that one first and then come back here. So today we're diving into holding boundaries in business and also setting boundaries in business. So first, in order to hold them, you have to have them set, right? Now, the last episode we were talking about you being your own best boss and what that looks like for you and and how you kind of honor your needs and, and um, desires and things like that. So in that sense, that is setting and holding boundaries for yourself, right? So that's kind of one category. I want to think about I want you to think about, I want us to think together about a few different categories of holding boundaries. So the first one is essentially what we talked about in the last episode, holding boundaries in the sense that you set your business up to be something where you are honored and respected and not just working yourself to the bone, right? Because no amount of money is worth that. The second kind of category of boundaries is boundaries around your business. So think about like things like um, legality, things like um, paying like business taxes and business fees and and reporting your income accurately and um, the way that you approach doula work. So things like your ethics or your um, justice stances, right? Your your inclusion stances, your... um, accessibility stance, like things like that. Think about what things matter to you in business and do you hold those boundaries? Now, for me personally, it is way easier for me to hold those boundaries than it is for me to not, to hold the boundaries around like my own, my own needs and desires, right? So one way I'll explain this is oftentimes I have a mindset of like, I can get this done some other time. Now, I don't, that sounds a little bit procrastination-ish, but it's not as much that. It's more that like, it's fine, I'll figure it out and get it done, right? So it's not as much like I'll do it later. 
it's more like I'll take on more than I actually have the capacity for, right? And I remember in college being like, it's not a problem. I can handle it. I'll do it by myself. And I know part of that is like self-preservation. Part of that is controlling. Part of that is type A, right? There's a little mix of everything there. But also part of that is essentially saying like my need to rest and have downtime and and like eat well and take good care of my body, those things don't come first. They come second or third, right? And so if I continue to have that mindset throughout life, I'm of course bringing that into my business as well, right? So I'm on the journey of, of changing that mindset in all of life and also in my business because it's really easy for me to be like, I have a thousand things to finish and so I will stay up late tonight and finish them because I like having the things done, right? And so that is not a sustainable way to do business. And that's something I'm working on. That's my own boundary that I don't do well with is having a cutoff time of when I will not work any longer, right? And really honoring the fact that this work doesn't ever completely finish, right? Like there just is always more work to do. So when you're thinking about business boundaries, I want you to think about a couple different things. Like think about like what are the regulations and requirements of the type of business that you have? What are the regulations and requirements of maybe your training organization if they have a code of ethics, for instance? And also like what are some of your personal ethics or standards or like pillars, like important things that are in your business? And do you honor those, right? The next category I want you to think about is boundaries with clients. Now, this is a little bit, I don't know, I don't think it's tricky, but it can be tricky because it depends a little bit on whether your boundaries are your preferences or they are like illegal to do, right? So like as a doula, we have a scope of practice and there are things that are clearly outside our scope. So then those things are things that we are not supposed to be doing, right? So that's a boundary that in some ways can be easier to set and hold in for me in my business because I'm like, oh yeah, doulas aren't allowed to do that, right? Like I sometimes joke, joke with clients when their babies are coming pretty quickly that like I'm not supposed to catch babies, right? Like that's not my role. <laughs> that's like ideally not what I'm doing here. Now, I haven't ever had to catch a baby, thankfully. I came very close recently, but um, I always say that to folks, like that is not my primary role here. That's not something that I'm trained in. That's not my role at all. And so I'm trying not to do that, right? Like I'm not trying to catch babies because that's not what I'm supposed to do. And also that's not what I'm trained to do safely, right? Like I don't have the skills to do that. That's why I'm not a midwife. That's why I'm not an OB, right? That's why I don't have those like different specialties that are safe and trained to do that part of this work. So that is easier for me in some ways than things like overnights are really hard for my body and so I don't do them. Or this is one that I really struggle with is having a day off and having a client that really wants a shift on that day because there is an urgency a little bit to someone who's like a brand spanking new parent who's really struggling and they're like, I really, really need some support this week. And then I'm like, yeah, but I also, 
have some needs this week, right? And so it's really easy for me to make exceptions in that scenario all the time. Now, there are situations where it makes sense to make an exception, right? Like you just had your baby, your home today is the first day you're home. I will squeeze you in, right? But if you're like doing great, your family's doing great, and you want a weekend shift when I don't usually do postpartum shifts on the weekends, I need to honor that and hang out with my kids and hang out with my partner and be home relaxing because ultimately what I'm doing when I do that is I'm not holding the boundary of spending time with my family. I'm instead holding the boundary of giving my clients more time than I even have set out to give them that I even set the expectation to give them, right? Because I usually tell clients I only work during school hours for postpartum shifts. So that's something that they hire me understanding. So if they're asking for a shift and I'm all of a sudden offering them a Sunday afternoon, that's not even part of what they expect necessarily, right? And so in those scenarios, I think it can sometimes be really tricky to set a boundary and hold it because we feel a little like we're letting someone down. And sometimes they feel like we're letting them down and that it's even harder, right? But the reality is that if you don't hold that boundary, you're letting yourself down. And so that's also not okay. And it should be something that feels icky to do because we need to flex the muscle of honoring ourselves better, okay? So I want you to kind of take some time to think those through. We have first the category of boundaries um, with yourself, like your own best boss kind of boundaries. The second, boundaries with your um, business, like what are the standards that you'll hold and what things will you and will you not do. And then the third, boundaries with clients, meaning you know how will you interact with them, what kind of care do you give or can you give or are you willing to give, what things are ethically and... Um, safely part of your job, but also what are some personal boundaries that you hold with clients and how do you keep those strong? Okay. Oh, I just thought of one. So this is my own personal example that just popped into my head. So with clients, this might sound very obvious, but I do not do postpartum shifts when someone in the family has a fever because my own kids go to school and so and I'm of course like attending births and also doing postpartum care so if I get sick the cost to me and my family is significant and also if I get sick and I have germs and I don't know I have germs yet and I go to other families the cost to those families is also significant so I have a firm boundary that if a client has a fever or the the sibling has a fever the baby has a fever Whoever is ill with a fever, I do not go to them. And so that's a just an example of a boundary that I set with clients that I do a pretty good job of holding, but I have occasionally had a client that like really needed a shift and I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I can support you virtually if you'd like, but I cannot come to you because I have a hard rule that I can't come when someone in the family is feverish. So... I hope that helps you kind of start down the path of brainstorming. Um, And I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Doula Tips and Tits podcast. If you learned something today or had an aha moment, we'd love for you to share that on Instagram and tag us at Haradoula. 
so we can celebrate alongside you. If you found this podcast helpful, we would so appreciate you taking a second to leave a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app. That helps other doulas find us as we do this work together. This podcast is intended as educational and entertainment. It is not medical advice or business advice. Please consult your own medical or legal team for your own needs around your health and your business. We'll see you again soon.